0: Welcome
1: to Fiction to Function, I'm Sean Melton I'm Seth Melton
0: And I'm Trevor Jones
1: This is the uh, Kind of the first episode in a series In a way Um, It's kind of a Slow lift off the ground, I guess Into what we're trying to uh, Make kind of a cast of characters Or an introduction to cast of characters These are kind of introductory episodes Where we kind of get to know the other people who are going to be on the podcast. Me and Seth were talking and we kind of realized that we've done a pretty, pretty fair job at explaining our history with film. Um, but we haven't got to talk too much about that. We'd like to talk about the history of film of everybody that gets on this podcast. Yeah. And our relationship to them since the whole base of who's going to be on this podcast is, uh, our friends group and the people who, you know, we do life with day in and day out. And so today it's Trevor Jones.
0: Hi, everyone. Again. <laughs> Trevor, um, Trevor, how did we meet? Uh, well, there's like a pre-time that we've met where like you guys used to come to Chick-fil-A and I would be working there <laughs> and you come with the really tiny coupons. I just like, these guys are really nice. So I The world's smallest coupons <laughs> Drove me crazy
1: Okay Yeah, that's right I remember knowing you as the guy from Chick-fil-A Which, where were those coupons from? Oh, we stole them No, we did not steal them They were like, I think they I, were from like I a did. booklet I think I stole them, Sean Seth stole them I really? think I <laughs> got them from a small little booklet <laughs> Who did you steal them from? I don't know Okay I can't tell you and you, le- and they legally can't press charges against you because this no. isn't a podcast. And they were coupons, and that's how. Yeah, pod- if it's a because if it's a if you steal a coupon, yeah, and if it's you can't steal coupons. Yeah, plus if you say it on a podcast, it's like admittance to the world, and so you just get carte blanche. I'll edit this out. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. So we we knew you from there. The, the so the really interesting thing about uh, this is actually kind of a great place to start with this is because. What got us together was kind of fiction actually.
0: Yeah. So Jubal, who you've heard on other pod on the other episodes of this, invited me to go see Pirates of the Caribbean three with everybody. Oh, and yeah. so I went there and I was like the only person in my high school that I knew was that loved Pirates Two. And then like going to Pirates Three, I'm like, this was a perfect close. I'm so happy. Yeah. And, and we really, Trump. you and I actually, though, I didn't Cry see either. each other. Yeah, I, yeah we, we were happy. <laughs> we were emotional at <laughs> that
1: time. I, 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 I maintain my appreciation for the Pirates of the Caribbean, the the, the trilogy, the original trilogy. Because we had talked a lot about that, because a lot of people don't, it's easy to look at those and go, that's Johnny Depp running on like a giant wheel. And there's yeah. some of that goofy stuff, but there's some like, there's some like, Mythologically. Some really good writing. There's some really interesting mythology in it. Like there's yeah. some, yeah, there's, and, and I think we actually had talked about that. Didn't, was it after Pirates 2? Did we, I saw you at a theater and I was like, what were you seeing, Trevor? I know you from Chick-fil-A. Wasn't I, that
0: before this? I, I remember it being Pirates 3, but. Okay. I could be entirely wrong. I know that it was Pirates of the Caribbean based. and yeah, when, what, year,
1: what year was it? Oh, I don't remember. Everything is. Uh, I mean, I'm perpetually I think it was in a state. Probably like two thousand seven. So when was that? Yeah, maybe. I'm perpetually in a state where I feel like two thousand nine was about two or three years ago. Yeah. Sure. So, sure. that's but that's the age that I'm at now. Um, and then the. <laughs> we were talking on the way over here. We're recording right now at Seth's house, and Trevor and I drove over here, and we're talking about
0: uh, <laughs> Trevor's first time hanging out, which was. When, so I came over to play video games and then it became movie time and we all put it in the movie seven uh-huh. and that's a okay. wonderful movie for the first time you ever watch a movie with friends and you're like, oh, this is interesting. That's well, a great introduction to the Melton yeah. plan as well. Yeah. Wait, why is Sean leaving the room? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I hate, yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah. Oh, I get why Sean left the room. Yeah. That's uh, a, that movie's rough. And if you know that movie, you'll know the scene I'm talking about. Yeah, that one's awful. That one's great too. I, mean, I didn't remember that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was Trevor's yeah. first introduction to well, us. Oh, welcome
1: to the family. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually a pretty apt uh, term for that when you consider Seth and I bought um, yeah our introduction to Seven. <laughs> was that the first time you saw Seven? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the first time we saw Seven was um, we I I was probably about. Seven or eight. No, you weren't that Nine. young. Okay. You were probably... I was young. You were, you were probably young. like 11 or 12, which is entirely too young. Yeah, maybe. Because um, I think I was 13 or 14. Okay. Okay. Which is so too sure. young okay. to watch seven. Too young. So we went to a swap shop, and uh, the swap shop, and we... Which, by the way, for I don't know if you... The swap yeah. shop, it's like a, a giant outdoor thrift store. I just store. assumed, yeah, you would know. Yeah, this yeah. was like a... Uh, it's like Tatooine. Yeah. yeah, imagine Tatooine. That's actually a really good yeah. description for it. Yeah. It was a... Um, uh, <clears throat> it's a flea market, mm-hmm, essentially. Yeah, And, yeah, we Where were you there... make money for rent. Right. Or you... Yeah, so we would go there find good stuff. Yeah, yeah, was, find good stuff. Yeah, our 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 mom would enjoy shopping there, and we would also sometimes go to, to sell. sell things there. Yeah, yeah. So we, yeah, we would we just, had a Toy Ooh, Fair we, magazine. This is how this started. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember this? We used to collect a magazine called Toy Fair, and we had a crush on. Brad Pitt. yeah honestly yeah. where we were like so. Brad Pitts a cool seems like a cool guy and someone made a custom action figure of Brad Pitt's character detective Mills from seven yeah and we were like that's a really cool action figure yeah and we like detective stuff mm-hmm so we ended up going to um the swap shop we looked throughout we would buy VHSs there yeah you know what I mean like we would get if we'd like sell toys at the swap shop do some wheel and deal and get money and then we'd Go spend our money at, at the swap, swap shop, so it was really counterproductive. But um, we would buy movies and things like yeah, that. we bought movies. And unbeknownst a lot. to our mother, yeah, oh yeah, and we we did this stuff under the radar. We were like yeah. real, our poor mom. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: well in all that for us, we
1: didn't know better. Sean. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we didn't know better. <laughs> so, anyways, we to get to the point we we ended up going to we ended up picking that up. We were like, yeah, man, I want I we want right to see this movie with, with uh, freaking. There, it was a band-aid over his nose yeah oh you know, yeah and so mortified oh, scar- yeah. genuinely well, well, scar- so, we, so we bought it we bought the VHS took it home waited one night when grandma sweet grandma went to bed early and we just plopped that thing into the VHS Flair. player and, and and there goes our childhood <laughs> For the next two hours, yeah, yeah, innocence, yeah, and so that's how seven's, yeah, that's that's our introduction to seven. So and then we, we never talked about it. I don't think for like years, and like we were like probably like twenty one when we were when we finally were like I was about twenty, yeah. yeah we were like, oh, you remember seven? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was yeah. let's watch it with our let's watch it with our new friend Trevor, yeah, so. and that's how Trevor got introduced. So Trevor, what is uh? for those listening what is uh, would you like to kind of explain a little bit of your history with fiction in general
0: so growing up i always loved video games and i just loved the stories that those presented and my mom had a rule i couldn't play video games until i read a book so it's a good rule it was a really good rule so now i have two forms of fiction coming to my brain constantly and then my aunt was dating this one guy who in order to earn her favor would buy us disney movies and so like that would probably be my whole saturday be like read the book play my video games end the saturday with a movie right like we had the whole disney collection through no meat like without my mom having to pay anything which was great yeah and then once I finished that book, we would go into uh, the bookstore, switch it out for the next one in the series. Like I read all the Animorphs, I read all the Everworlds. They're all bad. Don't go. <laughs> don't go back to them. There's better books out there. That's awesome. They're very well balanced.
1: Yeah. Which I guess that kind of plays over. So now you're 28. Yes. And uh, I walked into. Uh, Trevor's room. Trevor and I were roommates, and I walked into Trevor's room to ask him if he wanted to, you know, record this episode today. And Trevor was playing a video game yep. and watching a documentary on the Civil, the Civil War. War. Yep. <laughs> so that's, but that, I mean, good habits to start.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which that there are not enough movies about the Civil War. That stuff is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's very, very true.
1: And so, with that, did you? Uh, what would you say that the impact... Because I, I know you well enough to know that this stuff's important to you. So that's your introduction to it. What
0: connected? What resonated? Um, it's just... This is a way for me to understand. Like, we've talked about this multiple times. My biggest concern in anything is me not being understood. Mm-hmm. And I tend to also project that onto other people where like, I'm trying to understand this person. And right. the more stories I have in my, under my the more different perspectives i get to see Mm -hmm. the better i can understand this individual in front of me yeah and that's really what i'm going for that's awesome
1: that is awesome yeah i resonate with
0: that a lot yeah yeah that's great and that's why we're friends yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: and so with that um as we said we're going to kind of Give introductions to um, the people who will be on the podcast uh, with us and who are sharing this experience. Um, and as such, we, we really the 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 best way we could think to go about that is to say, what's a film that's important to you on some level, and how can other people understand you on some level through that film? Mm-hmm. Get to know you because we all have, and so like we, we we can all sit here and talk about. Uh, a variety of films that mean a lot to us for, you know, various different reasons. But this, the intention here is specifically why is this film important to you as an individual on a higher level than just... I liked it. Yeah, I really enjoy, I like Daniel Day-Lewis, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... The film
0: Trevor picked is... The Big Lebowski. Directed by the Coen Brothers, starring Jeff Bridges and John Goodman. We're going to start off again
1: with letting you know, this is going to be very spoiler-heavy. That's always going to be the case for just about any time you see the actual movie's title. As Uh, spoiler-heavy as this one can be. As spoiler-heavy as this one can be, but I just want, you know what I mean, to let people know. Uh, But... You So talking about the description of the film is kind of strange to me because, well, for one, it's a big Lebowski. But in general, it's also strange because I'm telling you what the movie's about. And I guess this is to give you an opportunity to – if you've listened to this far of the epi- – you know, if you listen to the episode to this point, I want you to know this is what the movie's about. Maybe you should go check it out. Um, this is about – shoot, man. What is this about? This is uh, about a guy. Yeah. A guy who likes to go bowling likes to go bowling and his life gets more complicated than he wants it to be for well, a short it goes like you're saying if you haven't seen it go just watch it yeah, yeah that's, so that's where we're leaving that not, here not so you can listen to this episode but because it's a great movie yeah it's so, super enjoyable it's, it's an excellent film. Man, come so, listen to the episode please and so, <laughs> yeah.
0: please thank you
1: and so with that uh, so yeah. the Big Lebowski was kind of the Coen brothers wanted to do a take on Raymond Chandler novels which is like a de- he wrote detective fiction.
0: Yeah that's why they had that one scene with uh, the guy who came up, who's like was following him the whole movie and then he was like I know you're de- I know you're a gumshoe like me. Yeah. We're both private dicks. Yeah exactly.
1: <laughs> like where did you find your information? Where did you get your information from? And he's like I'm just like here. But yeah so that was they wanted this they had this loose take on that sort of story that they wanted to tell. Um the film is interesting because a little bit of history about it uh, is that it was a failure at the box office, and it was kind of a big... It had mixed critical reviews when it came really? out. Yeah, and then obviously it started to uh, garnish a lot of attention and became a cult classic. I mean, I think it, last year was the 20th now anniversary. Now it's religion. Yeah, it literally is. Yeah, there it really is. is. Yeah, a dudism. <laughs> Yeah. is a religion that people practice. So it's a bit. The uh, there was a there's something called Lebowski Fest that, that last year was the 20th anniversary of it, I believe. And it's 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 crazy. The, the interesting thing is now critics. You know, this is one of those films. This happens with films from time to time where they just get panned at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then ten years later or twenty years later, or whatever. There, this is one of the greatest films of all time. Like infamously, it's like Citizen Kane did not win the best picture Oscar that year. Yeah. Which is wild when you think about you know the way people talk about Citizen Kane. What's great about The Big Lebowski is, a few years back in 2014, the film was selected for uh, preservation in the National Film Registry. So it was deemed culturally, historically, or or aesthetically significant. So now it's like So now it's preserved. That's right. By the by, uh, the so National the, Film Registry. Okay. Is it, like we're gonna keep this thing on file because this is an important piece of fiction. So why? The Big Lebowski. So why? Yeah, yeah. we'll get to that before we go too far into. Um, I'm honestly curious. I don't know. I, I love the movie. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, my argument for like why it is such the masterpiece is because it literally takes one character and gives you like it just gives you that one character and then expands on it just a little bit by giving you two more side characters and then goes on from there to give you each all these in, interesting individuals around it and because of the individuality in the movies like each character you can tell is a full fully fleshed person has their own wants has their own needs and because the dude is such A solid character that almost everyone wants to relate to or can relate to is why it's so significant, at least in my mind. He's just a guy. Yeah, he's just the dude. Yeah, and stuff happens around him, but he's just a guy. He's even, like, adamant about... I'm this way. Yeah.
1: I'm adamant about being just the guy. Yeah. Just a guy. Which is great. Yeah, that name. And, and so this, you guys may know this as well. So he's kind of like an amalgam of a couple of friends of so theirs. There's a producer they know, I think, who actually called himself the dude that they met on Blood Simple. And they also met another friend during Blood Simple. Um, he was a Vietnam veteran uh, who actually was just like a really chill guy who lived in like, I guess like a, his apartment was kind of a dump. And I think he, he said he had a rug that tied the room together and that was so he was just like that was this guy and like this guy is just so chill and he had a friend which is kind of where Walter's based on is okay their second friend had another friend who was also a nom and he was i guess he's a private investigator which if you think of walter's personality this makes sense like yeah. you know there's kind of like this like inflated like self-importance about the everything he does it's like proclaimed to be about other people mm-hmm. um it's really interesting But, uh, so when is the first time you guys remember having seen this?
0: It was always just one of those movies that, uh, when we were hanging out, you'd be like, Trevor, you need to see The Big Lebowski. Okay. Trevor, this is one of those movies that, like, it's just, it's a you movie. I'm like, alright, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Let's check it out. Right. So one night we watched it all together, I'm like... I really appreciate that you think that this is a me movie. Right. Cause it kinda of, it really it really is. It's about like a guy who's pretty solid and like he's always kind of nice to his friends, but he's all kind of in his own little world. Right. And like with the dream sequences I think of like this is just like something that I do right. in my day to day where I'm just like, I'm not here. And he's he's just always like making up these little scenarios but like he could be right about half the time which is something that I relate to (laughs) do you remember the first
1: time you saw that stuff I was late to the game Um, I I don't remember the exact like year but I, I it was one of the ones that I mean I saw it after no country if that tells you anything yeah so it, I, I think I did too to be honest with you though okay. I can't remember because yeah. I think we saw it for the first time I want to say we saw it for the first because I was we also didn't see it together. we didn't see it together we did not see it together okay. I, I don't believe so at least I think it was one of the ones that you kind of were like Seth you gotta see this and okay. I think I watched it on my own on like a phone and then I went home and watched it again like the next day okay um, so my- like back to back but yeah I mean um, and then I watched it so I, I guess I've seen it three times so then, any yeah, yeah, so then I don't I don't know when I saw it probably went. so I probably about, saw it about two years ago, three years ago. Okay, yeah. So I wow, okay, yeah. So I I can't remember it. I probably saw it around ten years ago. For me, it was also after I had seen No Country for Old Men. Okay, so it might be more like eight years ago. Uh, yeah, I know that that well, film.
0: It had to be more than eight years ago because this was the movie that like. I had a White Russian as my first alcoholic beverage. Oh gosh!
1: <laughs> so I'm just old. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm. That's what we're learning here. Yeah, <laughs> so sure. you, you're saying okay? So then it we, had to be. I am 28 now.
0: So it had to have. been... It had to been at least nine years wait, ago. Was your oh first drink a White Russian because of this movie? Holy crap! Yes, that's great, <laughs>
1: isn't it? <laughs> Which is, and all of this is kind of like, uh, and we'll get. I guess I'm sure we'll get into more of why Probably you cool. chose why this one was the one that we landed on for you to do, but the funny thing is actually is that I was trying to take notes down uh, in doing this interview and I can't write the dude
0: in my phone Yeah. Because (laughs) So, uh I don't actually want to tell anybody this I change people's phrase in, they have an iPhone from the dude to autofill Trevor loves you (laughs) So, like, you can't say, hey, dude. You'll be like, hey, Trevor loves you. And it, autocorrect. <laughs> it auto-corrects it Do you want to not put this in there? I, I'm i okay with this just because Okay. I feel like I've affected enough people's phones. The jig is up. That oh, ever, is almost up. everyone knows. Sure. Also, no one listens to this. So. Exactly. So, it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So, it's this... Uh, and so, it's great. So, I was like, I couldn't... like I was like, the dude, Trevor loves you. I was like, oh, my gosh. So, I have to, like, go and, like... <laughs> Say, no, I mean dude phone. Because I haven't changed that. Um, and I think that you said, yeah, because you said that you're like, it's going to be something you forget about, which you're right. Because I don't, that's not a term I use. Yeah. I usually, if I'm using that term, I'm usually talking about The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess it must have been, I guess it was around 10 years ago that I saw this film. The and I I, I know that the reason was... It was probably longer than that than for me. Because yeah. I, I, was, I watched it not... Long after, not too long, Like I mean, a couple of years. Yeah, this is what I'm saying when you say like, oh, it's probably about three years ago I saw it. It's probably like seven so, years ago. And we, yeah, you just start to get, people tell you this, but age does, you know, it. time moves quickly. Yeah. And so with that said, um, I think that, I know that, I can say this much, that it was largely because of the Cohen brothers. And I, me wanting to be invested in more of their work that I sure. watched The Big Lebowski. That was a large portion of the reason. I also think it might have had to do with the fact that I, we do have friends who have seen it, who have talked about it. Like, I, for example, Jubal. Know, Jubal grew up watching this film. His yeah. parents just love this movie. Uh, so, let's go into why, you want to choose this, what's The Big Lebowski about, really?
0: Uh, for me, it's about a guy who remains constant. Yeah, Like, he has his small things that he wants to defend like just being people knowing who he is as the dude mm-hmm. like he won't ever respond to anything else in fact the only time he ever introduces himself as anything else is after is at uh the funeral parlor the whole movie like he, there's even a scene with him in getting beat up by the cops and he's like I'm just the dude That's what you can call me <laughs> I'm not Mr. Lebowski man You're Mr. Lebowski Exactly That'll, Yeah There's just This is just like His one little thing That He doesn't budge on And I just love that Like I love The idea That there's something Special enough to you That you're not gonna move on mm-hmm. I think there is a lot That you can learn Positive and negative With the dude Oh yeah
1: Um Especially in this political environment and whatnot, like I kind of love like the, obviously politics is a huge thing in it. Where it's like yeah, uh, starts off with the Gulf War, and, or it's sure, it's during the yeah. first Gulf War that it takes place. Yeah, which they go out go of their way Iraq to explain. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I I love that about it because it is something where watching it now, it's something that you could learn a lot from the dude. Where it's like focus on yourself. Focus on your life, but on the flip side, that's what's interesting about like a, the idea of like yin and yang in life, like figuring out the balance of you know your existence. But it is that he also should probably worry about a lot more than he does. Right. You know. Um. It, for, for me, it's like a, it's definitely fifty fifty where the dude's concerned. Where I'm like, it, it, like, but, you know, so the importance of the rug. You know, right. and, and and stuff. It's like, it, it is cool that he has this one hill that he's going to die on, but it also <laughs> is just a rug. Right. You know? Um, it should maybe be a little bit more than that. Uh, sure. But...
0: <laughs> I mean, he got a good rug. <laughs> yeah. It really tied the room together. It did. It did not.
1: It did, but what's interesting, you know, so it's like he... It, so you're, you're watching this movie of this guy and... Um, he doesn't go look for trouble. Like the whole the story completely comes to him. Oh, everything yes. happens to him. You yeah, know, it starts is. off with the case of mistaken identity. That's the whole mm-hmm. crux of why he's in this situation. So his name that. just happens Explained to be that. because the, If you remember, they so they come to his house looking for who is later referred mm-hmm. to as the Big Lebowski, which yes. is Jeffrey Lebowski. couldn't be any further from the contrast. going to be any different. Between you know, these two guys. These two men. Right, and they come to his house. <laughs> what does he say? He says, does it look like I'm housebroken? Is that what it is? No. No, it's... no, he said, at least I'm housebroken. Yeah. What does he say? This... He's like, look at this. Does it look like I have a missus or something? Is that what it was? Yeah, like? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, does it look like a woman lives here? Like, look at my house. Yeah. He's like, I leave the toilet seat open because they just put his head yeah. in the toilet.
0: <laughs> What's also interesting is, well, things are... I also relate to it is uh if you notice in the movie he never bowls. Yeah. I he never not wrote he never throws a ball. He's always at the bowling alley. Yeah. But he never really throws a ball. And I I relate that to I relate to that on a negative level, where like I'm just like, Alright, this is the stuff I wanna do, but I'm not an active enough person to actually do that stuff. Right? Yeah. And it's just it's a weird thing where like that's the negative part that I see yeah. myself myself in. Yeah. I think that the
1: re I think there's it's such an admiration for the dude and I understand it and respect it and even relate to it because there's a level where you ha- you're you're like uh bombarded with so many people with such strong opinions all the time. hundred percent of the time. Right. You know what I mean? That have their different ideologies and like goals and and, and he just wants to rub, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he just <laughs> wants that rug. Yeah, and that is because is, he's he is surrounded well and they're with the exception of some people, like Donnie's pretty easygoing. But I mean Walter is his here's the guy he's next to all the time. Yeah. Who couldn't have more opinions about everything. And so from my perspective, I think it may have to do with the idea that you had people in the Gulf at that time with uh, George Bush Sr. and starting the first Gulf War. And then you have a lot of people who think, why are we doing this? And in the same way, that was one of the – I mean it's like Vietnam was infamously the war that like why were we doing this? You can throw a dart, you know, at uh, in Best Buy's movie section and hit a film where it's about why Vietnam, question yeah. mark, you know? Yeah. And I think that that might be this as well. It's like just because, uh, you know, Walter... It, it might even play into the fact that Walter's, you know, distortion of importance because if you do see these sorts of things, you know... A, I Boy. saw my buddies die face down in the mud for some so some tramp so some and it's funny because walter's a funny character but the truth is is that there is i think an element where because we know walter's a good friend right yeah. mm-hmm. and I think that there is this element where walter cares about people and things passionately because walter's seen or so we assume from the film he's seen this crap happen he's seen stuff go really bad and with the dude it's like I think you have two different sides you of the coin. You see the depth of mankind to, like, come back to see this. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually really cool that they're friends, these two guys, yeah. who have various mm-hmm. different perspectives on it, but both would probably say that this was not a positive thing, Vietnam.
0: Yeah, well, I love, like, the line that the dude always says to Walter, where it's like, not everything's about Vietnam, man. Yeah. And, like, we have, we all have that, those people in our lives are like, not everything's about the hill that you're dying on. Right. That you're choosing to die on. That's a great point. Like, yeah, I'm like, you don't need to do that always. Absolutely. And that's, like, why that's why, that's if Walter was to rub me the wrong way, that's why, why he would. Cause I mean, I love the person. Which I think you may have just hit the point of the movie. I yeah. Like, the so. hero
1: that, the um, the way that the dude is a hero. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, I will I will love that friend, but not everything's about that point. you got to calm down. you got to understand that some people just kidnap themselves, man. Right.
1: And that's part of, I guess, the, the, the problem that we find ourselves in. You know, I think we mentioned this a little bit earlier, but is tensions, especially where we live right now, the, the culture we live in, tensions are so high on every possible side yeah. that sometimes to just be like, I just want a break. Let's just go bowl. And yeah. J- yeah, let's go bowling, man. Like, and and that's I think that that's that's an excellent message to take away. Yeah. Um, but and then on the flip side, you have to care about more something. than a rug. Absolutely. You know, and that's yeah. that's you know. There's definitely a middle ground. And yeah.
0: This movie is so good at showing both extremes next to each other. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Very good. So, there's one character that we haven't talked about yet. What do you guys think about Brandt, the Philip Seymour Hoffman character? Well, I love Brandt. I don't know how I feel about from, a,
1: from about him from a philosophical standpoint at this juncture, although I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, but it's, it's... Which, I mean, largely I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. This yeah. is, like, one of my favorite actors of all time. And... Uh, I love this role. He's, del- he's kind of delightful. He's just so funny. He's so delightful. Yeah. Like, I just... This is our concern, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Her life is in your hands, dude. <laughs> Her life is in your hands. <laughs> yeah, and I think that... Uh, I mean...
0: What do you think about Brandt? I just love, do like... Do you feel that the... How... That he fits into this. Amicable he is. Yeah. Like, we've all seen his boss, and his boss is the worst person and his boss's wife is also terrible <laughs> yeah, she's person. Funny. Oh my god. Which, like, and he's just such a positive light. Yeah. In the negative world. Right. And I just love that about him. Well, that well, dude, we just don't know. He's just so respectful. He's like yeah. the guy that heard. His name's the dude, and so he literally called him that constantly. <laughs> yeah. Like he left fifty six messages. All he's calling him Just a sweet boy. The dude. Do- the dude, and I just. I don't think we should ever not talk about Brandt when we're talking about the big Lebowski. Yeah. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. I really do love him.
1: Well, I you know, and in general... So you said that um, the other Lebowski, Rich Lebowski, yeah. was, mm-hmm. is a terrible person. Yeah. He's right. pretty rough. Yeah, he? He's rude. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like him. He's though. at the very <laughs> least rude.
0: <laughs> yeah, Well, he... They switched a ringer for a ringer. Like, he Yeah. literally... He's trying to scam money from his daughter. He's more than just rude.
1: <laughs> he's literally <laughs> a criminal. Yeah. Well, what's interesting with that, even, is the fact that it seemed, if I remember, they're by a fireplace and he's like contemplating his life at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like asking, like, what makes a man? Yes. Or, you yeah. Know, and I, I found that to be um, a great moment in the movie because he's, he's like, pretty much, I've done all the right stuff, but now I'm like miserable. Yeah, you know, and and the dude's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> well, that's what's great about the dude too, because like, when he's talking about it, the dude's biting his nails, right? Yeah. And he's just like, and he's like, yeah. I mean, I guess that makes him mean. And so there's this level where it's not that the questions that the big Lebowski are, is asking are invalid in a way when you think of his life. Like that's fine. You're working through this. I understand that. I appreciate that. Yeah. But also maybe your head's up your own butt a little bit. Right well what I and what I love about the dude why I do think that it's a bit of a religion at this point and I'm like I'm kind of okay with it especially in this environment is the fact that um he gets presented throughout the film with so many different people with different value structures different ideologies ideologies Mm -hmm. and different goals and you know and it's like there's a level where and they're all extreme right you have the nihilist you have the artist woman uh Say who was she a feminist oh. she's like yeah she was like probably like yeah, she, you know, I'm pretty she's sure she's fine with
0: raising her own kid well, yeah. on her own like she yeah. didn't yeah. want a man like it, so she just yeah, yeah she definitely
1: do. yeah I would say that she's yeah yeah, yeah she has yeah, a stand-up like, character
0: not oh yeah not good or bad but so, so
1: you get presented with all these different like extremists he just navigates through it he ha- yeah, yeah he of, kind of just has to deal with it and and, and you know, I think that there's, um, I think there's a virtue in that. I guess I would say, I mean, it depends on what you want for your life, but at the same time, you know, I don't think that that. I don't think that comfort is. A goal that you should try and strive for, you know, because it's like you, you'll be lucky if you get it ever, you know. But what what's interesting is the fact that. I also don't think that you can die on multiple hills, you know, and, and, you know, I think it's important to find your rug,
0: you know, and, 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 Well, one of those things like you, you gotta decide, like, Yeah. You gotta decide to be, I'm okay with all this or yeah. I'm gonna let this bother me. Yeah. Like, there's definitely a conscious effort put forth by the dude, which is, Very hard to see Mm -hmm. because it's it's literally a thing that we go through day to day. Where am I gonna be bothered by this? It's the David Foster Wallace. This is water. That's this is the dude. The dude abides. Yeah. And like, if you have these things where, all right, today I'm going to be like this. Yeah. You could achieve that. You can't die in every hill. You can only die in one. So it's like, well,
1: you know. And not to say you can't find things important, like a rug that ties the room together. Right. You know, but at the same time, like, you know, you kind of see all these different characters and how they, you know, uh, make life so much more difficult than it needs to be for the dude. You know? (laughs) Yeah. All the dude ever wanted was his rug back. Yeah, all he wanted was his rug back and play, you know, go bowling with his buds. Well, and I think that... So this is something, too. Like, so I'm not like, saying this is, like, the ultimate movie. Yeah, it, the, Here's the thing about the movie is I'm like, I don't think that it's, like, the ultimate uh, goal for life, maybe. You know, it's not... You know, that's the biggest thing about this is, like, you know, as we're analyzing each story, it's like you have to dive into what's important about this story. I think that that's what's important about this story is the fact that, like, you kind of got to abide to life and the way it is, not... 100%, you know, and, and you know, you got to find a rug that ties the room together, but... Not everything's about that rug. Yeah, not everything's about that rug, right? Yeah, and I think that, you know, I kind of keep going back to... The Cohen Brothers, a theme in their films from the start kind of is... is there's like, at the very least, hints at nihilism. It's kind of funny that this one like brings it up so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of this kind of like, well, here we are. Where do we go from there? Um, at the very least, it's, there can be like a, you know, deistic point of view <laughs> that they yeah. that they play on. And what I like about this one is that, well, for one, that nihilists are you know part of, you know, the group of antagonists. Yeah. And. Within that, and in, 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 he, he has an answer, it, there's there's an element to the film that is almost like an optimistic answer to a nihilistic approach.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Where, I don't know, yeah. but, and, and that's why I keep thinking, we've talked about it a lot, and it's like, you know, one of the last lines in the film, but it's, the dude abides. That's what it is, like, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just going with it, it's alright. It'll be fine. I'm still going bowling. I was bowling at the beginning of the movie. He's bowling at the end of the movie.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And so it's in, in my own we've talked about this a, a good deal, but you know, when we when we want to do a film that pertains to a specific person, and you've talked about consistency, Trevor, and you've talked about things like that. What is who are you in this movie, if you're anybody? <laughs> I'm the dude right and so what does that look like and so what 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 is it that you take from this um what is it that if you resonate with that character what do you take from this
0: so, there's something that I have to tell myself every day which is that I'm cared for and I'm loved mm-hmm. and at the end of the movie you have Sam Elliott's cowboy character being like you know it's nice that the dude's there it's nice that the dude's out there yeah. and like I feel better about life knowing that. Yeah. yeah. And that's something that I take from that. Where, like, I can be a per- the person in somebody's life that they feel better because they know me. Yeah, And that's really something I strive for. Yeah. Which, the dude isn't an amazing person. He's just a guy. And, like, that's why it's such a simple thing for me to step into. Because that's what I see myself as. I'm just, like, an average person. I white American male so there's like 74 of us at least right (laughs) and while my experiences are unique most of my experience like I can still relate to everybody and I can still be a constant for everybody which is important for me yeah
1: I think that's great yeah one last character that we kind of I mean I'm sure there's characters we have left out uh but is Donnie. Mm-hmm. Do we think Donnie was too passive? When well, we're talking about this idea of like trying to
0: have. The thing about Donnie is okay, we see him and he's always bowling. And every time he bowls, he gets a strike. Yeah. Until the last time we so see him bowling. Which is a spare. Yeah. And then they go outside and. The dude, Walter, and Donnie have a fight with the Nihilist. Yeah. And saying Donnie's in that fight is a stretch. Because <laughs> yeah. he wasn't really in that. But he's still there. getting And he got hurt. He got mortally wounded. And I feel like that could be... But just by having a heart attack, right? No, he got a heart attack. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So he didn't even get wounded in the fight. Yeah. He had a heart attack. So... Like, maybe he needed to be that passive. And maybe the world kills those that are good. Yeah. That happens. The more I think about dying, the more I'm like, did he have the right friends for his group? Like, for his demeanor? Like, should he have been on that bowling team? <laughs> right. Like, granted, his choices are Walter and the dude or Jesus. who yeah. This this, this
1: terrible person. Just awful.
0: But... That's also another aspect to take from it. Like, who do you surround yourself with? Yeah. Like... We want more Brants in our life, not more Walters. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe we need a Walter in our life. Walter is important. He's... He's loyal. There's good things about Walter. There's good things. There's great things about Brand. There's no good things about Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I would agree with. I think I would agree <laughs> I mean, with. the character. Yeah. Don't get mad at me, Christians. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can definitely agree with, with at least the fact that that character is terrible. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that, like, it might seem redundant some of the theme you know the everything we're talking about but it, i mean i think the movie i think that that's the charm of the movie which is the aspect that you have a character who keeps getting presented with these extremists on every you know like with their different goals and values and he it's like he easily could have like that that the the movie could have progressed in a way that like was really intense by the end of it you know but it kind of just he keeps going back, resorting back to what he knows and, and how he is, and I think that that's.
0: Uh, so, we're talking about the idea of repeating things. Correct. Which, in the movie, actually is what happens a lot. Like Jeff, the dude. That was called him Jeff Bridges, but <laughs> the dude. Same like, difference, honestly. Really. Feels like he's so happy to be that character forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the dude literally hears one thing and then repeats it later yeah like that happens so many times i love it where he's this just aggression really, will not stand man yeah yeah it's so interesting where like he just takes it and then moves on with it yeah like this yeah. is just the stuff that he repeats because that's just what life is it's us going in and out of it figuring more things out and then repeating it as we learn mm-hmm. yeah and i was gonna say that it's a, this is life that's life
1: yeah And so this one for, uh, of all of the episodes, it really is, you know, I feel like we're living the dude right now because we're repeating, like there's some areas where we've kind of revisited in this, you know, in this one session, revisited the same idea coming back to it. But then like the third time, like maybe it sticks out for me. Well, the movie begins and ends with a guy that wants to take it easy and then gets presented with life. And then he goes back, to taking it easy. After. he's just on a quest to take it kind easy Kind of dealing again. with it, not really dealing yeah. with it. Like he kind of just like abides by it, so yeah. to speak, you know. And, and and I love at the end uh, when I think they refer to him as the stranger. Um, this is the Sam Elliot. Elliot. Yeah, yeah, Sam Elliott's character. Yeah. When he's talking about kind of what we just saw. And both of his his introduction and his, you know, ending are fantastic. In the beginning of him talking about, like, this guy's called the dude. And I don't... That's not a name that anybody would want to call themselves where I'm from. But at the end, he talks about uh, everything we've just seen. Mm-hmm. And I love the... F- I remember the first time I watched the movie. As it was ending, I was so genuinely upset about Donnie dying. Yeah. And I was also thinking... Wild too. He's got a kid out there somewhere. And I was like, oh, there's a you know, new life and life fading, life ending, mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. beginning. And I'm like, okay. And there was a weird mix of feelings. And then, enter Sam Elliott's character, and he says, I have a mix of feelings. And it was so interesting. It was so cool for me because for him to put words to just the exact simple thoughts I was thinking, yeah. he says, I didn't like to see Donnie go. But I like the, you know, I guess it's great that there's, you know, kid on the way, and I just take comfort in knowing that the dude's out there somewhere taking it easy for all of us, and that's all what I felt when I yeah. watched the movie, which is, I think, so cool and such a, uh, a, a fun and, and kind of heartfelt way to end it, in a way.
0: Yeah, I mean, that goes into, like, a whole another aspect that we could spend even more time on talking about, like... Just the way the movie was set up, yeah, and like mm-hmm. just having a narrator, like how important that was, and yes, how like each scene. But this is Coen Brothers, so <laughs> we spent way too much time on that stuff. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: and it's it, it, it's it's yeah, the, yeah. they're masterful storytellers. I I adore the Coen Brothers, and it really is you know, it is a uh, a great tale that you know really ends off on this note of. You can't be too extreme, but you can't take it too easy. But try to take it easy enough, Well, you have to abide to survive. And, and that's, I think that, and that's, that's why that's the word. I love that that's the yeah. word, abide. Yeah. Well, I think that that's gonna do it for us for this episode. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, please like, subscribe. You know, you could download episodes. We're available just about anywhere. I think you can get podcasts or the places I've heard of were a good few places that I've never heard of. Um, and if we're not on some platform that you're Tell us. Yeah, let us know. We'll get there. Uh, Tell your friends about us. Yeah. Thank you all so much and we look forward to uh, being with you next time. Yeah, See you I'm out. out.
0: Peace.